Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there, and welcome to Sassy Speaks, the podcast for everything Hong Kong. I'm your host, Sarmai. Every week, I'll be sitting down with two awesome guests. We'll be having candid conversations about everything Hong Kong. From all the dating tips to managing your personal finances, we're not holding anything back. Here we go. What's your go-to meal for when you have friends over? Have you graduated beyond mixing vodka and Coke together and passing it off as a cocktail? Is your spice cupboard well stocked? To me, good answers to these questions are the true sign of adulting. Hosting in your home, especially when home sizes are on the smaller end to say the least, can be incredibly nerve-wracking. But let's face it, it's not healthy for your wallet or your body to be eating out every day. So we're sitting down with Matt and Victoria, owners of some of our favorite F&B spots in Hong Kong, to talk about how you can bring those little touches into your own home and finally become the adult you were always meant to be. Warning, this episode may leave you with a bit of an appetite. I'm really excited to have you guys on board. Um, one of the things that we wanted to bring you in to talk about was um, basically living at home or living, making your home a home is difficult in small spaces in Hong Kong. Um, but one of the things that's on the rise now is like, entertaining at home, really like making your like pantry and your bar and your sort of food area feel a lot more comfortable. Um, just like eating out is expensive in Hong Kong. So for us, like, you know, you want to bring in lunches, you want to be able to cook a quick dinner at home, but everything is really fast paced in Hong Kong. So wanna, we're going to get your thoughts on what it takes to really make your house a home in terms of the food and drink that you have, how you can entertain at home, what some really cool dishes that you can impress the shit out of your friends with, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but first, I'd like for you guys to just introduce yourselves briefly, just in your own words. What got you here? Where, like, how did you end up in Hong Kong? Um, well, my family's from here. I was born in California, um, but I've lived here pretty much after I graduated from college in California. Um, I got where I am today because I used to work in events. I took a leap of faith, saw there was something missing in a drink scene in Hong Kong. I was studying wine at the time, um, but I decided to actually take the junk to cocktails. 
and it's been four years since I've opened The Woods, uh, a cocktail bar, and we now focus on a few different aspects of good drinking, which includes canned cocktails, um, obviously the bar itself, but also an events catering service that offers um, drink and food consultations. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Matt, and I've been here for 10 years. Originally came here as the chef of Zuma, um, and then I saw my contract out for the two years and never left. I would end up opening Yardbird about seven years ago and we opened Ronin five years ago. Opened and closed Sunday's Grocery four years ago and then closed it two years later. And uh, yeah, Hong Kong's home. Cool. All right, so because Hong Kong is home, I'm gonna ask you this first. Um, what are your top three restaurants and bars in Hong Kong? Top three restaurants. Um, I generally go places, I guess it depends on who I'm with. If I'm with my kids, then it's wherever I can make them happy. Mika Saya in uh, TST, just a really small sushi bar, super nice dude. That was great. Uh, I end up going to Balan when I want something kind of fail-safe, like that I know, because Daniel's just amazing. Um, I go to... Garçon Saigon a lot because I like eating like that. I just like eating like, you know, with all the vegetables and things. And Bao also is just a really good chef. Um, bars, I, I don't go out that much. Um, I guess I'll answer it. Bars is a little easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> I have my usual haunts. Um, I'm always at the Globe. <laughs> if you can't find me at my bar, I'm probably at the Globe because um, it's just beers, comfortable, it's basically my cheers. Everybody knows each other, and there's always awesome craft beers on tap, um, and people are so nice. So that's basically where I'm at. If I feel like cocktails, then I have to say the Old Man is my favorite bar, um, cocktail bar. It's just amazing. Um, those guys are phenomenal. And it's such a cozy space, and just around, right around the corner of where I work. And last but not least, um, I actually love the Lawn's Upstairs Bar. <laughs> That's actually, I love just having a bottle of wine there. Um, it's really quiet usually, and I love their bread. <laughs> oh, That's like also one of my favorite things, the yeah. bread basket. Oh, I just literally sit up there with a bottle of wine and their bread and butter. <laughs> that sounds bad. I second the old man and the bread's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... We know that you guys both run wildly successful businesses. I'm not saying that just because you're here. Um, the Woods, I love your bar. It's amazing. <laughs> I already told you how much I love Yardbird. I, the, like, the corn fritters, favorite thing on the menu. <laughs> I, I know, it's like a yakitori place, but the corn fritters. It's man, fine. They're so good. Um, but do you guys entertain at home? I do. Yeah, I mean, we have people over at my house a lot. A lot of the time, it's the same people I work with. Uh, <laughs> And my family, like I have two brothers and a sister that all live in Hong Kong, so wow. there's lots of kids around usually. Just keep it really simple. You know, people bring booze or there's sometimes booze already there. And then usually I'll just cook something thematic. So either, like a lot of the time it ends up being Mexican food because there's just not enough Mexican food in my life here. What's your go-to Mexican dish? Mm. Always different. We do a lot of like like tinga de pollo, which is like just like braised chicken, uh, lots of different salsas. Um, try and make our own tortillas. <laughs> we go to the wet market usually and just yeah. buy like some fresh fish and just either just roast it or steam it or you know that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I love having people over because I'm the type of person who gets too caught up at work and mm. <laughs> at the end of the day I just want to pass out mm. and I realize that is takes a big hit on my social life. <laughs> so the easiest thing for me to do is tell people, why don't you just come over? <laughs> so um, yeah, I love having, having people over. I love just winding down days that way. I love brunches mm. um, with friends because I think that's slightly easier meal to make. <laughs> go to brunch. What's your go-to brunch meal? I, I do try to make something different every time, but um, the easy one, if I don't want to think, would be just to get some smoked salmon, some bagel blocks. Yes. <laughs> that's, just, that's just definitely going to always be there if I don't have time to prep anything else. Yeah. Um, okay. Both of your places have very strong vibes, very unique, sort of can't really get them anywhere else in Hong Kong. Um, but how important is like, creating the ambience to you? I'm sure it is very important because you guys have such cool vibes. But um, yeah, how do you go about creating something like that? Well, the woods was very much founded on the idea that I wanted a place that I would enjoy hanging out with at, at myself. And there wasn't really that in Hong Kong four years ago. So I was looking for something that was... It was classy, but also chill. It didn't need to be pretentious, overtly pretentious, um, and laid back and can actually hear the other person talk. That's what we set out to do, but with design elements infused into it because um, my, my sister's an architect, and I, I, I mean, I was a graphic designer um, and marketing designer at one point, so that played a big role in how we set up the space. Um, at home, it's not as thorough. <laughs> Sadly, don't own my own home here yet. Okay. But um, but in terms of vibes at home, if it's dinners, it's super easy. It's it's candles. <laughs> it's candles. And during the day, it's great because we get great sunlight. And that was one of the prerequisites when I chose where to live. So And whereabouts do you live at the moment? Uh, mid-levels. Oh. Yeah. So big windows, lots of sunlight. That's all you really need for good vibes during okay. brunch, at least. Yeah. And then candles at night. And candles at night, exactly. For us, I mean, Yardbird, the original location, it was the first time I ever built a restaurant, so I didn't really take into consideration the acoustics very well. So it took a year. Originally, I mean, we always wanted to have kind of like a house party vibe, which we always had, but that was mostly because we were all drinking, and then it was more like the customers just joined us while we were all drinking. And, um, but initially, we didn't have any soundproofing or anything like that, so it was really echoey. After the first year, we made enough money to put in soundproofing. Uh, and then with the new one, I spent a lot more on speakers and more technical soundproofing and sound, or just acoustic, you know, kind of... That, that, I think, is the most important thing. By no means are we going to turn the music down, but we play it really loud with really high-quality speakers and have proper uh, acoustic absorption and, and that can placement, we put a lot of thought into that. That does a lot for energy. Um, Do you get requests to turn down the music? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, but the, like also for Yarbrough, like both the architecture of both spaces was, they had the, these pillars. So the first one, the small one had a pillar right in the middle and that's where everyone kind of stood around and waited for a table. And now the new place has three pillars and it, that's what creates a lot of the energy is people standing up and waiting for tables and hanging out. And a lot of people don't even want to sit, you know? So like, that's a big difference. I think between like people don't, people kind of sometimes look past that in our restaurant, but I think that's a huge part of our culture is like the standing culture. And, and it's great for like kind of, when you don't know if you want to commit 
to dinner, and you just say, let's meet for drinks, and you can have a snack, and then, you know, if, if the Tinder date doesn't go so well, you can, you know, just leave, and don't have to sit down and spend a fortune, or, you know, you can hang out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. So in Hong Kong, it's hard to have that much control over like your actual home. You can't really, you know, knock out walls and put in new things yeah. if you don't own it. Um, any tips for like how you've any decor, any specific thing you've done to make it feel more at home? I definitely put up frames of stuff, even though you're told not to, because <laughs> I believe in the toothpaste trick. Yeah. What, is the, wait, what is the toothpaste trick? Which is like, if you put holes in a wall, you can actually essentially caulk it back with toothpaste. Oh. I did that in college. Literally looks just like real wall. Got your deposit back. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's worked for me once. Hopefully it works again, but I insist on putting things on walls. Yeah, maybe just don't share this with your landlord. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's not listening. What do you do to make house home? Especially with kids, I mean, must also like... You probably want to kid-proof it a little bit, right? Uh, my kids are old enough that they don't smash their heads on things anymore. <laughs> uh, a lot of art. I have a lot of art. Um, good, good speakers and less shit. Yeah. Like, just, like, trying to constantly not have clutter. I have a very minimal house. Like, not there's not a lot of stuff in there. Uh, and always trying to get rid of things if, if I feel like they're kind of piling up. Yeah. But, yeah, just kind of just pieces that you like keep it simple um what's your go-to breakfast lunch dinner and drink breakfast has to be yes, i i make a pretty good scramble egg <laughs> solid <laughs> i wake up kind of hungry every day so i have to make scrambled eggs and i always have a big bowl of berries so that's just go to breakfast easy quick no fuss lunch and dinner a little bit tougher can I answer more drinks? Yeah, <laughs> sure. If that's what gets you to your uh, I'm just day, like, yes, fine. absolutely. <laughs> I, that does. I'm very sad to say, oh, I, I do drink a lot of tea now. Um, I drink a lot of green tea to get through the day. Um, I didn't give up on caffeine. No. <laughs> I tried. Um, drinks, I always need I always need beer. 
always <laughs> always need craft beer to end a day of some sort. What's your favorite local Hong Kong beer, if you have one? Uh, they're also good. I, I love Young Masters Pale Ale just as a go-to. I love Heroes. Um, all their beers are amazing. And they come in cans, which is nice and convenient. Um, I love... I love um, Bianco Vermouth on rocks. I love, oh, there's so many. If you want to go into the drinks for you, I'm just like, all of these are perfect for me for ending the day with. So, um, or, or just, you know, a glass of wine. Yeah. Good glass of wine. Yes, good it. glass of Pretty wine. Much all problems. Red, white, rosé, I don't care. They all work. <laughs> Breakfast is avocado and poached eggs. Lunch would be... Chicken pho. Dinner. I don't eat much dinner. Um, <laughs> you just drink away at the restaurant. That's fine. Yeah. Dinner. Uh, right now, sardines. There's a really good sardines. Just eating grilled sardine. Maybe some vegetables. Uh, drink. Whiskey. And, or tequila. I mean, either one. Yeah. And soda. That's yeah. it. That's my... Whiskey and soda or tequila soda? That's All it. Alright. Go-to drinks. I am... Yeah, it's very hard for me to drink straight straight up spirits, but maybe I'll grow into it. I don't know. We'll see. I you drink enough whiskey. You'll grow up one day. <laughs> one, day. Okay. Yes, one day. Yes, one day. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. Adulting through entertaining yes. at home. That's exactly what it is. Um, what would you say is in your starter pantry? Like someone is just coming into, you know, growing into entertaining at home, cooking for themselves, not relying on delivery so much. Um, and also wants to make like a mean cocktail or a drink at home, what's always in stocked in your fridge or pantry? Good tonic water, uh, gin of your liking, Campari and vermouth to make a Negroni, <laughs> whiskey to make an old fashioned with or just drink straight or on the rocks. Those are the easiest things, barely any, anything you need to do to them. And um, definitely a good tequila. Yeah. <laughs> When you have friends over and you just need that something else. And it's good to drink straight, too. Yeah. So, for me, that's your starter bar. <laughs> I think for food, just having good salt, citrus. Like, I always have, like, at least five lemons in my fridge at all times. Um, I like, Why? No, seriously, not... Yeah, like seriously, because, well, because there's very few... Basically, you can do anything. You can make salad dressings. You can brighten up anything. If you fuck something up and make it too salty, that's the only way that you can go backwards. Um, there's no other real way to desalinate something. Like Even though it's still going to taste salty, at least you can kind of balance it. Um, also for drinks. I mean, it's just always good to have, have, uh, have citrus on hand. And then it's just like, it's just really about just being committed to buying good fresh things you know it doesn't have to be fancy it just has to be fresh finally hong kong homes again pretty difficult to make things work in terms of space the layouts aren't ideal if you have one tip for making your home ideal for hosting uh what would it be okay ha- have enough glassware i know this sounds really silly no. but then i didn't realize how much glassware i was going to need for hosting people yeah because <laughs> when you people need water somebody needs coffee and then you've got all your wines and then you have a different wine before you finish your first <laughs> one champagne like yeah. there's so much glassware and yeah. i know this isn't great for small homes but it's one of those things that you realize when you're having people over that you really need lots of glassware <laughs> Fair. You can't eat if there are no plates. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess if you could. Right. We could. Everything um, out of a mug, but we're not in college right. anymore. <laughs> 
But some things do taste better out of a mug. True, mug cakes. Yes. <laughs> uh, for me, I think just yeah, just trying not to do too much when people come over and actually just get the chance to enjoy, hang out, keep it relaxed. Don't make people feel like they need to do anything. That's about it. Just relaxed and glassware. Cool. Well, thank you for your insights into that, guys. I have one final round for okay. you. Um, so this segment's called Sassy or Not Sassy. It's and my before- favorite segment. <laughs> <laughs> before, we, before we start, I'd like for you guys to give me a one-sentence definition of what sassy means to you. <laughs> means... You don't really care what other people think about you, and we're proud of it. <laughs> I don't know. I cool. Guess. That works. Yeah, I like I like that definition. All right, cool. So the way this works is that I'm going to give you um, something, and give you, in this case, these are fun food and beverage trends, and you're going to tell me whether it's sassy or not sassy. So number one, activated charcoal in everything. Not, not sassy. sassy. <laughs> not sassy. Yes, thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. I, my friends are like super into it. I'm like, ah, I just don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan. It's um, good if you have diarrhea. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Take note, friends. Yes. <laughs> no activated charcoal. All right. Uh, number two, unicorn-inspired foods. Not, not sassy. sassy. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever tried anything unicorn-flavored? Next question. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, number three, meat substitutes. Very right. sassy. Yeah. <laughs> Sassy-ish. Um, molecular mixology. Ugh, not sassy. So not sassy. Why? I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> well, I, I have definitely have always been for using fresh seasonal ingredients um, where you can really let it shine. To be fair, there are things that you can do to fresh ingredients that can bring out some cool flavors or different stuff, but then, you know... There's an extent to when it just becomes... A drink just shouldn't take that long to make. It shouldn't take ten times longer to make than it does to drink. (laughs) All right, fair. And last, and our final one, um, all truffle everything. So not Not sassy. sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you guys are really not into food trends. All right, but thank you so much, both of you guys, for taking time out of your day to be a part of our podcast. Um, any, Any last words for our listeners? Guys, drink good stuff, eat good stuff. Which you can do both of those things at either the Woods or Yardbird. So be sure to check those out, um, as well as checking out our website for the newest, cool, fun things to eat and drink around Hong Kong. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. So that's all for today, folks. Hope you enjoyed yourself and learned something new from our guests. If you want to dive deeper into today's topic, we've got all the information you need, as well as some extra reading, in the show notes as well as on our website. If you've liked what you've heard, be sure to subscribe, review, and share our podcast with your friends, your family, your next-door neighbors, strangers on the street. Hey, it could be the best conversation starter. You can find us anywhere on social media at Sassy Hong Kong if you want to connect with our team some more. We couldn't have made this podcast without the help of some amazing people, so a big thank you to our producer, Susie, and the team at Creative Productions. Without our guests, we literally wouldn't have anything to talk about. So as always, show them some love and follow them on the internets. And finally, the biggest thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us along the way. This has been Sassy Speaks. Sarmai out.
the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 